Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. We're both pastors at Redeemer Fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, you're an executive pastor. Yeah. I'm the, I'm a preaching pastor. Yeah. Yeah. And so should I not say where no, I'm no, at? No, I'm just or? saying, like, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Look at us. Finally. Look at us. We made it. You know what? We're able to agree on some things. Yeah, this is one of them. We are this both pastors at the same at church. The, at Redeemer Fellowship. At Redeemer yes. Fellowship. Now, I just wish other people would agree with us. Well, they do. They just don't think we should be, maybe. There are oh. some people out there, you know, I don't know. We didn't get too much hate from that last episode that we did. A couple, not too much. Uh, no, not, a little not, bit. Yeah, a little bit. We thought we'd get more. I honestly thought so. You know, we did this episode, in case you're just tuning in now, um, the last Thursday's episode... Uh, we, we it's like a, like a rant, angry rant, blown off steam. I think that's what we call that's it. That's what we call blowing off steam. off steam. So we were kind of uh, you know, talking about stuff that was bothering us, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, happy rant style. You know, well, following, no, no, well, the angry rant yeah, style. Yeah, but, but did happy rant style, but with the honest but anger like, behind. Oh it. yeah, like yeah. like, but with real content. Yes. Yeah, you know, and um, and so we were talking about some of the bees in our bonnet. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you wouldn't want to wear a bonnet because that would make you effeminate. So yeah, no, you, don't you want cannot. To, you no not wear the bonnet. bonnet Women wear bonnets. That's it. No bonnets. No bonnets. No bonnets. So, no bonnets. Um, but one of the bees in our bonnets was about what? What, what was it? Something uh, David Miller. Uh, so it was at the. Isn't uh, he? Isn't that like a comedian? He's like conservative comedian, like libertarian. I don't think that's this guy. That's, that's that, pretty that, sure that, David that, that, Miller. That, that, that's not this guy. He on, he's on Fox News. Dennis, I'm thinking Dennis You're Miller. You're thinking Dennis, Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Yes. I like him. Yeah, yeah. No, this is David Miller. And so he was at the Founders panel. Uh, they're having a, uh, at the, it was at the SPC. They're talking about manhood and things like that, uh, of that, that nature. And let me apologize. I didn't know who he was. And yeah, neither um, was new. We didn't know who he was. And we we're like, I don't know who that guy is, but I'm sure he's a good guy, whatever. Which and some people were like, how do you not know who this is? He has many leather bound books, Jimmy. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. I didn't know. Now we know who this guy is. Now we know who, who he is. is. And much respect, much love. Much respect. So he, I guess Who's he was an, uh, an SB, uh, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary uh, trustee. That's my seminary. And he was uh, one of the men that fought to get Al Moeller in as president. And to get me accepted. No, he did he not did fight too. for you. He yes, did he not. Did. He did not he went fight to bat for, you. for me. He went to bat for you. Thank you, DM. No, first of all, that was all Russ Moore. That's not, <laughs> let's not, let's not, you know, confuse okay, the two. Okay. So anyways. Yeah, and so so uh, that was a big deal. Getting a conservative Bible correct. man, a Calvinist, uh, in there as president, that was a big deal. Correct. And so, anyways, uh, one of the things he had uh, he had talked about effeminate men and skinny jeans, and gives them the heebie-jeebies, and wants to check for pantyhose, and all, you know, all like just a really weird, weird comment. Yeah, not not good. Not good. Dumb, not dumb helpful. Com- dumb comment. And so, smart guy. Dumb comment. Yeah. So we've all done that. You know, he said something. We talked about it. Uh, so some people actually were like, hey, how dare you? Do you know he's older? And do you know who he is? He was a trustee that did that, you know, got Al Moeller in. Okay. Well, good job. Yeah. I'm both growing old the, the, and, yep. you know, uh, getting Al Moeller in. And conservative resurgence guy. Yep. Yep. But you know what? It doesn't mean he gets a pass on his comments. We no. didn't give a pass to Paige Patterson. Well, that's different. How is that different? He's got a girl name. That's why Paige Patterson. Is, that's Paige a girl Patterson, name. Because of that, yeah. we we're working. That's why he. But I mean, because Paige that, Patterson was part of the you know conservative resurgence. He yep. also helped do. But don't you know? We don't sit back and go, oh well, that's just oh Paige. You got to say something, right? Yeah. You got you to feel like you got to say something. And even hear if, something, say something. And if you don't say something 
right then on the panel because listen a lot of us w- maybe wouldn't because we wouldn't know what to do it might be awkward and you're just you kind of drop the ball there like i don't know what to say then you come back online later and you go hey you know what for clarity that's not an issue of mm-hmm. effeminate preachers like wearing the kind of jeans like this is what we really mean so yeah that was a little weird we didn't like that and yeah. so that's one of the it's, it's just one part of one an part hour-long of podcast that we talked yeah, yeah. about an hour-long uh, rant yeah, but, but, you, but but we, you, you said some things, Jimmy. I, I, you said some I, things. I said many things, yeah, Joe. You said, but you said some things. I, I mean, is this another one of these times? Well, oh, okay, yes. Um, now, I, you no, haven't no. had to apologize, Jimmy, since you told people to fire the white pastor. Okay, <laughs> that's a callback to a previous episode years ago. Um, so since you, you, you said fire the white pastor. <laughs> <laughs> See now, all yeah. of a sudden, I'm about to. Everyone's yeah. going to well, come back. They're going to start googling. Fire the white pastor. What is it? <laughs> no, that's Kyle Howard. No, he's Oh, there's Jimmy. Um, so now you have to apologize again. What did you do? Okay, well, you here. dummy. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. So uh, uh, I went I, at first. Like, so we talked with Tom Askell. Uh, the, he came as a brother in Christ. He contacted. Well, let's back up. I'm sorry. Let's back up. Okay. What did you say that made Tom Askell call? Okay. So I was. Uh, Pointing out, I was drawing a line. So first of all, I was, I was taking this guy's comment saying, I've heard this before. About heard, effeminate preachers and skinny jeans. Yes. Uh, very much, it's Driscollian. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's pure Driscoll language. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. It's that mentality. It's that, uh, it's that aggressiveness. It's, it's, you drive it, this kind of a car, you're a chick. You're not a dude. Kind of a thing. Yes. And so I was talking about that, but I did, uh, draw a line and say, like draw a line to founders and said, well, hey, he was on the panel. Fan, founders panel, uh, you know, like they have some sort of responsibility for this, right? Like this is, they're on his thing. No one said anything. No one, uh. So what did you say? You said something like. Well, no, I said, oh, okay. And I said, the, well, all right. What I said was, this leads to full Driscoll. Full, this, this. You the, said founders was going to go full Driscoll. I said that's the inevitable, uh, something like that. Uh, it's like, mm. it's the logical conclusion. That's the, that's yeah. the phrase. You know, I don't, I don't listen when you talk. I just listen when I talk. So I might have so, missed that. So first of all, I obviously missed it because I had to re-listen to it. <laughs> because <laughs> but you need a manuscript, Jimmy. That's it. So, so Tom called, said, I'm like, oh man, you know, I'm going to clarify because that's not what I meant. I wasn't saying founders. Uh, I was so Tom meaning, called, was he mad? Was he like yelling? And no, not at all. No, so no. I was like, I was like, I wasn't trying to say founders. I was trying to say this dude's thought process leads to that. That's the logical next step and uh then i wasn't talking about founders i went and re-listened I'm like oh no i definitely uh made it sound like it was founders. <laughs> and so i don't need to clarify i need to apologize ah. uh and so i definitely want to apologize to founders to tom yes uh to jared uh to the other tom uh, tom hicks. hicks yeah and i just want to apologize for that that's tom not- nettles man all the toms I gotta apologize to all the Tums. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a misrepresentation. That was something that, uh, I, I do not believe that. And we haven't heard anything like that statement from founders ever. Never. I've never heard a statement like that never. from founders never. on that panel. I, I, I was definitely concerned yeah. that there was no clarification on their part. Yeah. You're, you're sharing yeah, you the stage. You should say something. We have to say stuff when we say the wrong thing. And, and here I am. Yeah. Here I am. Mm-hmm. And so I do, I definitely apologize. You for are that. an example. I am what, an example not to, to be, you founders and what to be. There you go. You're welcome. My, uh, <laughs> simultaneously a sinner and a saint um so yeah i i was not meaning and intending uh that founders is like that that's that's not it the dude's comments i absolutely stand behind yeah. and say yes Bad those comment. those are very unhelpful yeah. they were wrong uh it i i feel like it should have been called out then didn't have the opportunity then it should have been called out later uh and clarified to say hey here's where we stand on this um and so then we had the conversation on twitter 
even today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess for when this came up yesterday, you know, someone else kind of made a comment about effeminate men, and uh, it was definitely unhelpful about he church. He said something like, effeminate men need to be under church discipline or something. Yep, until they're otherwise cast out kind of a thing. And I'm like, so I tagged, you know, I was like, hey, Tom, this, this Tom and Jerry, this is what I'm talking about. This is where my concern is, you know. Uh, this is where that 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 thinking kind of goes to, where it's it's definitely superficial. Uh, it's something more about outer appearance, outer, uh, I guess, what do you want to say? Just outer standards is what we're we're trying to say, yeah. uh, whether someone's effeminate or not. Mm-hmm. Um, well, th- th- let's let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about this issue of effeminacy. Is that how you would say mm-hmm. it? Uh, about what it means to be effeminate, because it's not a, a a word that you see in the Bible a lot. I mean, it, it depends on the translation. Some translations will use that word, particularly in First uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse ten, uh, where some translations will say that. In a long list of people that will not inherit the kingdom of God, uh, that the effeminate are are one of those are one of those people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, whatever that is, it's obviously a real sin, yeah. A, a damn like like all sins, it's a damnable sin, and uh, we should be able to figure out what that actually means. And it gets complicated because most people, when they think effeminate, they have particular cultural ideas about what that is or looks like, and um, in fact, if you look up synonyms, right, you'll th- see things like swishy, right? Mm. Like that's a, that's a, that's a synonym. Um, but the, the Greek word that's used there is malakos. You know that word, Jimmy? Malikos. Of course I do. What's it mean? I've, I've had school, Joe. Okay, let's see. Let me prove it's, it. It's soft. Oh, look at that. I may have my okay. logos up and running. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, malakos, it does, it, uh, it, it's a word that, means soft, soft to the touch. It's used uh, about clothing, right? That that's that's soft mm-hmm. or, or supple, um, or, or my beard. Your beard, my beard is, is very, very soft because you yes. use beard oil. I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, you, what kind of beard oil do you use? Uh, I have I have a, a couple variations. Yeah, it's imported from Iceland. It costs like one hundred and fifty. I don't want to talk about Joe. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but so that's the general idea of the word. But it, you know, it figuratively, uh, you know, the, it means it, it's 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 a it's a bad word or a pejorative word to use of a man, right? So it means that you're soft, you're 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 effeminate. Um, uh, some some dictionaries would say that uh, it's a person who allows themselves to be um, brought into uh, sexual immorality. Um, on 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10, if you read Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown and their commentary, they would say that this word effeminate uh, means a self-polluter, one who submits to unnatural lusts. Uh, John Calvin, when he talks about this verse, he says, By effeminate persons, I understand those who, although they do not openly abandon themselves to impurity, they discover, nevertheless, their unchastity by blandishments of speech, by lightness of gesture and apparel or other allurements. Um, the expositor's Greek Testament commentary says that uh, this word means soft, voluptuous. Uh, he says it says it appears in this connection to signify a general addiction to the sins of the flesh. Uh, uh, Lenski, R. C. H. Lenski says that malakos denotes voluptuary. What voluptuary? Voluptuary. Voluptuary is a person that's devoted to sensual pleasures. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! So. Uh, so if you if you if you take a step back to try, and and you, and you look at the ways in which um God says judgment is coming or mm-hmm. there is sin uh, among the people of Israel uh the, the word effeminate may not be used but the idea is still there uh effeminate is a 
to be effeminate is to be soft and submissive in a bad way. Okay. So it's like, like softness and submissiveness for the biblical writers was something that was characteristic of women in a good way, right? They're obviously they're soft. That's why guys like them. <laughs> women are yeah, like yeah. soft to the touch. Mm. They're, they're beautiful. Uh, they have generally, not always, but they generally have a, a softer demeanor than men. Um, and th- so these are good and godly qualities in a woman. There's no disparaging of that. But when the Bible is referring to a man as effeminate, it's taking the idea of softness and it's applying it to men in a negative way. They are soft instead of strong. And that's a character issue, not a physical issue, right? Obviously, because you have some men that have, you know, uh, that are very short and very small and are not very strong. Maybe you think of me. Right? Oh, I, yeah. I know of you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or Owen Strand. Um, <laughs> Why are you bringing him into this? Because he's like Leave me. him alone. No, I'm just saying, like, no, he's leave. a little guy, too. You're a bully. I'm not, how am I you're a bully? A I bully. was bullied as a little you're kid. You're a bully. You will not. Why will you just leave Owen alone? I'm just, we're in the same club. Well, no, you're slightly taller. Leave yeah, him alone. Uh, I mean, definitely way more because I'm a little, little thick. So, yeah, that dude runs and works out. You do he not. Definitely, he definitely runs or he's got the metabolism of a rabbit. I don't know because he's the size of a rabbit. Maybe he has that metabolism. I don't know. Why? So anyway, I, can, we, can I get on with this? All right, go ahead. All right, so when men are called effeminate, right, they are soft, not strong. It's a character issue. It's not a physical issue. And in scripture, it is frequently connected to selfish indulgence and sexual sin. Hmm. So that means that when we're talking about effeminate men, there's different levels of application here. Obviously, this is going to refer to uh, or apply to transgenderism, right? Okay, yeah. So there you have a a person who is denying who they are and how they are made and moving in a different direction, homosexuality, and even some of the more fluid cultural issues that change or vary from culture to culture, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what men can and can't wear or do or don't wear based on cultural norms. So I think it boils down to, at, at a big picture level, for a man to attempt to reject God-given gender or to reject responsibilities connected to our roles, that is what it means to be effeminate. And that may not even be the best word to use today, right? Mm. Words change and we have, you know, it's, it, it's you know, it, we're talking Greek and Hebrew and what word or should we translate as, as effeminate? Uh, I'm not sure if we should, but that is the word that we have. And so we've got to work with it. It doesn't mean that feminine is bad. It means it, these... Traits that are true of women in general, according to the biblical authors, uh, which are good, those uh, concepts are applied to men in a twisted way, and therefore it is bad. It is not – it is not the superficial stuff. It's not skinny jeans. Yep. Okay? Uh, I, I, think, I think it's funny. When the guy says, I want to pull up his skinny jeans to see if he's wearing pantyhose, you know what that, you know what that guy in the suit is wearing on his feet? Men's hosiery. That's what you wear with suits. You wear men's hosiery. Mm-hmm. Now, there's different kinds. There's half hose that go up to your calves. But that, those, are, those are pantyhose for men. Like those, those suit socks are pantyhose for men. So you <laughs> want to talk about who's wearing the pantyhose, the guy's on stage probably uh, with suits. So it, it, it's, it's, it's such a superficial and off the mark sort of a, a thing to say about what it means to be effeminate and what it means to be masculine that I think people get really confused. So when that guy... Uh, said that thing today about effeminate men need to be under church discipline. Well, okay, you need to define effeminate, especially if you're going to make that kind of a statement. Correct. Because I it, asked and I, I haven't seen a response yet did, on that. Yeah, He didn't respond. Not yet. Somebody responded. Mm. Who dat? Oh, you're talking about the Tom Hicks. The Tom Hicks. The Tom Hicks responded and Tom Hicks 
is my jam. You are my jam. Yeah. I literally bought a bammed out loud. I, I you not only bammed out loud, I, and then I text Joe and said, "Bada bam!" You did, he he responded, and I'm like, I don't see it because I'm on the Doc and Devo Twitter, and then I see that he responded to you and me individually. So yeah, Tom Hicks. Uh, now, who's Tom Hicks? Yeah, he's a senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Clinton, uh, Louisiana. Uh, he's all about the 1689 adjunct professor uh, at IRBS and uh, CBTS, and he's a board member and blog admin for Founders Ministry. All right. So here is somebody that that respond definitely represents founders mm-hmm. and he had something to say and uh, we like this. This is good stuff. Love it. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. Uh, it's a it's a long thread. And I hope, Joe, that you'll be able to post this because this is fantastic. Huh? Oh, you're not going to post it, are you? I'm not even going to listen right now. Go. All right. Here's Tom Hicks. A manly man is not a macho man or a man who thinks he has it all together or who thinks He has mastered his environment. A manly man is not a dominant or domineering man. A manly man is not someone who likes sports or wrestling or who can fix all his problems. A manly man is a man who takes the lead in gladly and sacrificially assuming responsibility Mm. to protect and serve others. He is willing to work patiently on things he doesn't understand and cannot single-handedly fix, quote, uh, or parentheses, open parentheses, things that don't make him feel manly, uh, end parentheses. A manly man is not afraid to be vulnerable in intimate relationships. He can be vulnerable vulnerable because his identity and righteousness is in Christ. He can fight for truth and righteousness and defend the helpless and even lose his life doing it because he knows heaven awaits. A manly man is not afraid of his faults and weaknesses being exposed because he has Christ's righteousness. Uh, He is not afraid of fighting his sin ruthlessly because he has the spirit within him. He is not soft with his sin. Mm -hmm. A manly man never compromises what is true for the sake of maintaining a relationship. A manly man is humble and therefore bold when it comes to standing for truth and righteousness. Mm -hmm. But he loves his enemies and opposes their sin, both for their sake and the sake of others. Manly men are neither effeminate, not taking the lead to protect and provide, nor are they authoritarian, subjugating others for personal gain. Manly men take up their crosses and boldly lay down their love from love to Christ and love for others. Tom Hicks. That. Okay. Obviously. That's how you do it. Obviously, that's not scripture, but it is derived from scripture. Yes. That is a truth hurricane. That that, that was (laughs) a truth atomic bomb. That was uh, a truth apocalypse. (laughs) <laughs> I can't beat that one, Jimmy. No, I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, Tom. Uh, 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 a truth second coming. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. Mm-hmm. Jimmy. Um, yeah, Tom, that is so good. And I hope I hope you'll actually turn that into an article on Founders. Um, because yeah, before you do that, we're going to go ahead and steal it and talk about it right now. Yeah, yeah ours is dropping uh, today, so, yeah, Thursday. So, so, so that we're going to go ahead and use this right Yeah, Yeah, we win. Thanks, Tom, for the content. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't. No. I, I, I would no. not and could not have said it better than Tom Hicks. He is the man. Great job. Now, but when I read your quote, I shouldn't say but, and when I read your quote. Yeah, I'm about to say, what I, where are you going with no this? There's no but. I was like, where are you going with this? Because I'm going to disagree with you on this. Okay, so when I, when I read that quote and I go, that's what a man is. That's a That's a godly man. That's a manly man. I don't know how I don't know how you could disagree with that. So an effeminate man is the opposite, right? Correct. An effeminate man who is not bold enough to stand up and say you are wrong, right? Yeah, I, That's I, fair. yeah, I, that. Okay, uh, yeah. So 
I think then that that statement should be a direct reply to what David Miller said. Yeah. Because he was on your panel. It's your panel. It's not his panel. It's your panel. Somebody's at our conference and they say something. We're going to say something about it. And you know what? We had that. What happened? No, no, no. At the last conference. What uh, did Doug say this no, time? It, it wasn't <laughs> Doug. Uh, but Dr. Dr. Hamilton during one of the, the Q&As had said something. And I understand the viewpoint that he had. You, though, jumped in and said, with all due respect, here's where I'm coming from with this. Right. And this is where I see things. Yeah. That I, I and disagree. I am not as smart as Hamilton, and I will never be as smart as Hamilton. No, no, no. And it wasn't, it wasn't rude. It wasn't uh, aggressive or by any means. But it was still clarifying. This, that's our stage. Yeah. That's our stage. I'm going to say what, what we think. Exactly. Because I speak for both of us all the time. Well, you yeah. never speak for me. No, you see I what happens. You. No, no, you see what happens. <laughs> then we apologize. I do the apology tour <laughs> because Joe can't apologize. He'll never apologize. First of all, all I do is apologize, even when I'm not wrong. Like that's that's my mo. So don't say that. People are gonna think. Well, no, no. How about today? I didn't get an apology. Uh, no, not yet. No, no. see, well, no. you know what? You'll now, get one. Now is a good time. Okay, so here's what happened. Here's what. <laughs> now is a good time, okay. Joe. I I got wrapped. You know what? I can't get into it. But Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'll just say that. I can't get it. You know it. what? Thank you, Joe. I'm sorry, dude. I should have been on the ball. Mm. I should have been paying attention. Thank you. And I wasn't. All right. So, now you may continue. Now, um, so let's just be careful. Like, listen, you can talk about effeminate men uh, or manly men. It's tricky. It's not easy uh, because there are so many cultural issues at play that we tend to get wrapped up in. And we think that that's mm-hmm. the mark, right? And so many people tend to do that, whether it's wild at heart nonsense or Driscoll or whatever. It's like there's elements of oh, truth in what gosh, they say. Oh, gosh, I forgot all about the wild at heart yeah, phase. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because, like, listen, uh, I'm not a big guy. I'm a little guy. But I, I've never been called effeminate. You know, I mean, it's no, like – No, no. So, but I don't know how to fix cars. You know, I don't, oh, uh, no. I, I don't, I, I can't, I'm not like, I don't have some, some of the stereotypical stuff I have, I guess in some places, but, um, so why would I be so offended by this? Because people are focusing on the wrong things. Not everybody. Hopefully though, we can actually have a good dialogue about this and not light each other up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and if we do light each other up and we're wrong, then we should say that we're sorry yeah. uh, about the way that we did it. But I think in general, like this is a good conversation to have, but it's going to require some some real thought like Tom Hicks put into that, that you know, that guy probably just ripped that like out of his brain and, and laid it down. Um, because he believes it and he knows it, yeah, right? It, that because he lives good, it. And that's the thing, right? He took is the that time you, to do that. Yeah, it was, I was very thankful he took the time, but I think it's a testimony to the kind of man that he is. Now, Jimmy, mm. oh, I'm tempted to bring something up. What What are you bringing up? You may want to mark the time. What, why are we marking the time here? I'm just I'm just thinking. I don't know. We got, we, we case, got a little right, bit of time. Well, all right, just in case. How long are we in? How How deep are we right now? About 23 minutes in. So we got time to talk about. What, well, I don't know. The interview. The interview. The aggressive secret recording interview that founders did of oh, Kyle what? Howard. Are we really talking about this? <laughs> Come on. Do we really? All I know is this. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I think that, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. I think it, it's fair game to talk about. It's out in public. It's out in the public. It's out in public. And uh, because I think I, I love 
I love Kyle Howard, right? I love him as a brother in Christ. I muted him. I disagree with him on a number of things. <laughs> he's a brother, but I love uh, him as a brother in Christ. In Christ. Yeah. Uh, I think his heart. I I I think he's got a uh, his heart breaks. He's got right? a big heart for the for the hurting, right? Yep. And uh, he seeks to to protect and he seeks to to speak on behalf of of uh, the voiceless, right? Like I just I get that. I understand that. But I just so Kyle. Sometimes we misrepresent things that happened, right? So like, I, what, what? I, I might have misrepresented. I misrepresented uh, founders when I was talking about the Driscollian thing. Mm-hmm. I had to apologize. There might have been a misrepresentation today about founders. Or yesterday and today, yeah. Yeah. So, so while the Southern Baptist Convention was going on, yep, there was another gathering happening off-site, but Correct. close by. Yeah. And this was a gathering to raise awareness of sexual abuse in mm-hmm. the local church. That's a good thing to have. Um, yes. I would have gone to that. Uh, I would want to hear what's going on. I would want to see what's going on. And um, I would have wanted to listen and learn and find right? and see yep. how, how do we protect? How do we help? How do yep. we that, that there's so much there that I I, 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 I take a keen interest in, in that issue. So there were people there gathered, a very diverse group of people, people mm-hmm. from all over the map. Right. So yep. I'm sure that I, I don't know what went down there, but I'm sure I can't. Um, say that I would agree with everything that was said. I don't know. But uh, a diverse group of people meeting to talk about sexual abuse in the church, sexual abuse in the SBC, uh, maybe uh, as an emphasis. And so apparently, uh, as I was following Twitter, I found out that uh, Jared Longshoreman uh, interviewed uh, a couple of people there, uh, Kyle Howard Oh, and another woman who yep. is in, in the who's th- part of the like the marketing media. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess uh, she's just in charge of that. Right. So very she's much, like she's like a spokesperson. Right. So very much. So uh, Jared Launcher interviews them, microphone in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, asking them. Questions. Well, I don't know if Jared interviewed her. I, I, that part I don't know. I, I don't know that. Yeah, he did. Okay. So uh, Jared interviews them, and uh, now really all the only thing I have learned about this uh, primarily was I was learning from uh, this particular lady and uh, Kyle Howard, and it didn't look good. It almost sounded like they it, the, the 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 way they portrayed it was you know uh, they just kind of uh, ambushed them. Yeah, it sounded like it's, they, it, it it felt to them apparently like an ambush. Uh, they were at this event. Jared Longshore comes up, and according to them, uh, Jared was very friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind, but began to ask a lot of probing questions. Yep, uh, and was asking questions that weren't necessarily related to sexual abuse, relating yep. to uh, you know female pastors, women preachers, uh, egalitarianism, things like that. Um, and I, and they said that this, they found out later that this was for a documentary that's being made. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I assume that's true. Um, so. But it, the way that it was presented was, and, and and by Kyle, I think in particular was that there was a he felt that it was dishonest or dishonest, sneaky like, or something. It, it, sneaky, I think, is the right word. Uh, that they didn't like. He didn't know he was being recorded. Uh, is, is the way I understood Kyle. I uh, didn't know he was being recorded. That uh, uh, that Tom Askell was coming up close to him so that the mic, you know, could uh, so that the the lapel, lapel mic, mic could pick up. Uh, and, you know, uh, and Kyle's like, well, you know, I mean, in Alabama, I guess there's one way consent, you know, one person consent. And so, it, but he was just, I think he, he just said, man, I didn't know I was being recorded. I didn't know what was going on. Like what's, you know, that's the impression that was given. And then King Ginger posted a photo. 
Who's uh, King Ginger? Marcus Ginger. Uh, Marcus uh, from... Oh, uh, Marcus. P- yeah, Marcus. Yeah, Pittman. Yeah, Pittman. From, uh, and he calls himself King Ginger, so I'm allowed to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he's know? definitely a ginger. Yeah, I know, but he calls himself Yeah, because he's a ginger. Okay, but he... That, I'm just... I'm, yeah, I don't, you can I don't call want, him a ginger if he's a ginger. I don't want all these people... All the gingers? All, with no souls coming at me right now. <laughs> they don't have souls. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> but anyway, so Marcus puts a photo, and he says... Uh, here's the caption. Just in case there's any concerns that Kyle James Howard didn't know the audio was being recorded, here's a photo to help him. Not sure if he follows me, so please retweet so that he can be reminded. Uh, and it's a photo of uh, of Kyle and Jared t- talking to Jared and Jared holding up a microphone. The microphone is so big; it looks like a fake microphone. It's like it's like the it's like a giant. It's a giant <laughs> microphone with this huge foam head on it. It's pretty obvious he's holding a microphone. So, it, so listen. Um, uh, since people are talking about it um, and, and in the context of everything that we've been talking about and, and in light of our most recent rant, um, I'll say this. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with interviewing people and asking them pointed questions. Although I will say it might not be the best venue to do that. They're actually having a discussion yeah, on sexual there's abuse. Something, exactly, so I yeah. do find that a little... That's off-putting. A little to me. off-putting. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like like I get what you're doing. Don't have a problem with you asking questions and doing all that. I don't think you were dishonest by going and asking questions. But uh, guys, and I don't think it was malicious. I think I don't know. I, I just assume yeah. I, have that, a, I, I do have a hard time thinking that that those guys are going to try to sneak up on it. Yeah, I think that they're, oh, this is a good opportunity. And uh, and like we do sometimes, we're like ooh, yeah, that was that wasn't that greatest idea that we had right there. Uh, not the greatest that, idea. Ninety percent you, ten percent yeah. me. <laughs> really? Who's had to apologize today? Yeah, you and me. Oh, I guess yeah, but I only had to apologize <laughs> no, no. to you. You had to apologize Both to us. Apologize. You had like a hundred thousand people you had to apologize to this month uh, on the <laughs> podcast. So that's uh, that's good for you. All right, so founders. All that to say, man, we we're still reading your stuff. We mm-hmm. we really like you guys. We love so much of the content you put out. Obviously, uh, uh, the emphasis uh, is something that we don't share um, on. Like we have the same, I think I think we have the same theology essentially uh, yeah. about almost everything, uh, including egalitarianism. But um, you know, we, we I think one of the things that we took issue with uh, on the last Thursday episode was, you know, in our estimation, it feels like there is a little bit of of too much heat on one particular issue, uh, when it might maybe maybe spread that out a little bit. And uh, I'd love to hear. Uh, founders talk about a couple of other issues that they haven't really gotten into yet. Um, but all this to say, man, we're not uh, we're not haters of Kyle. We're not haters of founders. Um, but we do have opinions and perspectives on this stuff, and we like to talk about it. And uh, most of you uh, like it when we share our perspective, even if you disagree. And we're thankful for that. We're thankful that uh, the vast, vast majority of our listeners uh, can hear us and go like, eh, you know, I don't really like that. But I like you guys, and yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, that's, yeah, there's uh, that's, plenty of people that disagree with us a lot. I disagree with us. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it, it, yeah, we, would, uh, we, we would not be real if we couldn't disagree and still be brothers mm-hmm. and sisters in Christ. So, hey, man, don't be effeminate, uh, but don't worry about people calling you effeminate because uh, you wear really nice shoes, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. I like my shoes. I like, I like polishing them. Shine I like shoes. getting them cleaned. Mm-hmm. What? What's wrong with, with your that? men's hosiery? They're they're variations, yeah. Although sometimes I have seen you wear embarrassing white tube socks with nice shoes. I have seen that. Yeah, that's a that's gross. I I know that's gross. I, I don't know. even own white tube socks. You know what? I only you, own men, men's hosiery. You know this. Uh, I I feel a bit of a white aggression coming my way. I I think you need to stop. Not all of us can afford. The only white aggression here are those white tube socks that you wear with your shoes. Okay, that's an <laughs> aggressive act. Uh, look. Um, by the way, you know what I found out? What? 
that there's men's hosiery that are full on pantyhose. You can get men's pantyhose. I didn't know this. They don't call them pantyhose though. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Like no. fold all the way. Yeah, up. yeah, mampo. Yeah, really? Is that what they call? No, I don't know. I, I don't just, think so. I was trying to make it sound know. like I knew what I was talking I didn't about. Know. But then I saw it kind of holds in your gut, so thought maybe I'll try. A pair. <laughs> maybe I'll try a pair. <laughs> like don't, don't tell Dave. Don't tell Dave Miller. No, don't tell David. He, will, he, he will, will see my pantyhose. He will get out. the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I, I don't want him mad at me. <laughs> he, I think he can still take me. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh Pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.